You are listening to Power Talk with Dr. Norman Thomas, sponsored by New Life Church International, a church for all nations. Now, last week we talked about desire. You just simply have to decide what it is you desire and let God lead you in that desire. Let your desire be led of the Lord. But tonight we're going to deal with the peace of God because what the peace of God does, it brings confirmation that you're on the right path, that you're making the right choices, that you're making the right decisions. Now, where, you know, the Bible talks about confusion and chaos, that God is not the author of confusion. So if a decision that you've made is bringing confusion in your mind and in your heart, you know that has nothing to do with God because God is not the author of confusion. <clears throat> God renders peace. And when you decide based on a word that God gives you in the direction of the will of God, it will come with the peace of God. Now let's read our opening scripture and our opening paragraph tonight, and then we'll, we'll talk more. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13, in the English Standard Version, it says, therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. <clears throat> so I like this scripture because it's indicating here, emphasizing a preparing of your mind for action. You have to prepare your mind for action. And you do that by being sober-minded, being sober in the spirit and, and maintaining a mental composure that gives you the ability to prepare your mind for action. Now, in this opening paragraph, I say here, the word of God spoken to your spirit, it carries with it the peace of God. So anytime God speaks to you, Anytime God gives you a word, anytime God leads you in a direction, anytime God leads you to make a choice, it always comes with his peace. You'll know that it's him. Have you ever heard somebody say, perhaps you've said, you said, you know, I, I, I hear this voice, but I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's God. I don't know. It could be the devil. <laughs> well, we can... We, let's do a process of elimination. <laughs> if it's something good, if it's something to your advancement, if it's something for your embetterment, if it's something that causes you to bring good or to confer prosperity on someone else, it's not from the devil. The devil's not going to have you minister life or do good things for yourself or for someone else. He's not going to do that. Now, he may try to deceive you that a direction is good, but that's why you have the Holy Spirit, and that's why you're thinking along the lines of good anyway, because God is speaking. And then, usually, you can tell it's not you because you normally or ordinarily would not come up with such an idea. So, that only leaves one voice. That's the voice of God. So, and then what happens is that there's a resonating calm there's a resonating peace that accompanies that word that lets you know it's God. 
He's speaking to you. He's giving you direction. He's giving you clarity. Or he's giving you warning about a direction that you're about to go that you don't need to go or an action that you're about to take that you shouldn't take. There's a calm, resolute that comes with the voice of God. And the voice of God is not this big, loud, thunderous, uh, <clears throat> aggressive voice. The Bible refers to it, and anybody who's heard the voice of God for themselves can attest that the voice of God is calm, is quiet, is still, it's small. It's just a gentle leading, a gentle tugging, and a, a gentle push in the right direction. And, and there are many times people will ask God over and over and over again the same thing, and he just repeats to them that gentle, they're looking for another answer, and he's only got one, and he keeps telling you that one, and then soon you don't hear it anymore because there's no point and to continue, continue, continue telling you the same thing and when you don't even have a mind to do what the Lord really wants you to do anyway. So uh, the word that God speaks, it comes with the peace of God. And it is this peace that brings comfort, it brings rest, and most of all, confirmation uh, in your effort to obey what God is saying to you. When you're trying to make up your mind about a particular direction in life, it is important that you seek out God's peace where your decisions are concerned. Uh, an absence of the peace of God. What happens when the peace is absent? That is a clear sign and it is evidence uh, that, that's, that you've decided in the wrong direction. An absence of the peace of God in something you've decided is usually a clear sign that you're moving the wrong way. So, don't ignore the absence of peace. Uh, you really can't anyway. When you can't sleep, <laughs> you can't seem to rest, you're just restless, uh, you're agitated, uh, you're stressed, you feel with anxiety about a decision you've made, it's probably not God. Or it could be God and you're not following him the way he's telling you to and you're, you're not trusting his move on your life to go this way. You're trying to resist it and it's creating, your resistance is creating anxiety. Your resistance is creating stress and restlessness. So restlessness, anxiety, and, and discomfort can come when you resist what God wants you to do or when you're moving in a direction that God never spoke to you. So be mindful of that. So with the peace of God, how does it work? Well, the peace of God just need to be received. Just, just like Jesus need to be received. Just like the Holy Spirit needs to be received. The peace of God just simply needs to be received. And it needs to be received by faith. Now when you think that you have to work to get peace, I just, I'm trying to get the peace. I don't have the peace. I'm just trying to get it. Well, trying to get peace don't bring peace. Just resting and receiving peace. You say, well, pastor, please tell me, how do you do that? Well, you simply acknowledge it. Say, Father, your word declares, and I'm going to give you plenty of scripture that backs this up tonight. Your word declares that you have given me peace. So, you know, I just receive it by faith in Jesus' name. I thank you for it. It's ministering to me now. Now, you're praying in faith and you're believing that you receive. 
It's ministering to me now. It's calming my mind. It's bringing peace to my soul. It's protecting my mind. It's doing its job in my life. I receive the peace of God. That's how you get it. That's how you receive it. You receive it. <laughs> That's how it is introduced into your life by simply resting, confidently trusting. No, it doesn't matter how you feel. You just receive that peace. And as you receive that peace, despite whatever disturbance you might feel in your flesh or in your mind, you just, you just persevere and receive that peace, and that peace will take over. It'll calm your mind. It'll bring rest to you, and eventually you'll be sailing smooth. Now, I know that personally, so I'm, I'm not telling you something tonight that I read in a book. I'm telling you something tonight that is definitely something that I have worked and something that I am living out in my life. All right, so the peace of God. So John 14, 27, it says this. If y'all want to take care of that, okay, yeah. I was going to tell you I was going to be still while you do that. Uh, John 14, 27, it says, Peace I leave with you, my own peace. Who's talking? Jesus. This is Jesus talking. He says, now I'm going to the Father. This is what this scripture is about. And they're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You, you're saying you're leaving? And yeah, I'm leaving. I'm going to the Father. But here's what he says. Peace I leave with you. And he says, let me clarify. This is my personal peace I'm leaving with you. I give it to you right now. I bequeath it and bestow it upon you right now. And this is not to be compared with the peace that the world has to offer. That is not peace. He says, so because you have my peace, do not let your hearts be troubled because I'm departing. He says, neither let your heart be afraid. I love this. Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed and do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. I love that because Jesus is emphasizing, I'm giving you peace, not when you get to heaven, I'm giving it to you right now. Now, because you're receiving it now, if you become fearful, if you become stressed, if you become agitated and disturbed, if you become cowardly, intimidated, and unsettled, it's because you are allowing it to occur. It's because you are permitting it to happen in your life because there is no way that you're going to be disturbed, agitated, fearful, intimidated, cowardly, and unsettled with my peace. If you receive it, these things will not happen in your life. So, my point to you is that God's peace comes to you and it comes to me through Jesus Christ. When we receive Christ, we also receive the peace of God. To receive and surrender to Christ is equivalent to receiving and surrendering to the peace of God. And so we do this by faith. We simply rest and receive it. So you don't you don't work to get it. You just rest and get it. You rest and receive it. If you do not have a revelation of God's peace within you, you will proceed as though you do not have what Christ has delivered to you through himself 
And according to this scripture, if you are agitated, you are allowing it. If you are filled with anxiety and disturbed, you are permitting it into your state of mind. The peace of God is distinctly different and far more powerful from the world's concept of peace. Now, the world has an idea of what they call peace. Sometimes it comes through their own physical protection. You know, I'm going to protect myself. I'm going to arm myself or whatever the case may be. I'm not against arms or nothing like that. So I'm just saying, but, and then they have peace as long as they have some man-made protection. They have peace as long as they have uh, uh, what they consider enough money in the bank or if they're financially secure, they have peace. Uh, if they have, uh, if, if they have uh, a spouse, you know, a husband or a wife that they feel loves them and, and, and takes care of them, they have peace. If their children are not in trouble, if there's no, no problems going on in their business, they have peace. But what happens when your children start acting up or if they act up? What happens if you're having some challenges in your marriage? What happens when your business is challenged with uh, financial issues or when you're challenged with financial issues? Where does all that peace go then, you see? Where does that peace go then? What happens if at night your security system is not working? What happens, you know? Where is your peace now? So what I'm saying is, it's okay to have all those things, but you can't substitute that for the peace of God. For more inspiration, visit our YouTube channel at Dr. Norman Thomas.